minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
like our master and God that I know There's no one like our King and Kama Kaino There's no one like our Savior and Kama Shaino Thank you. 
כשהגיעו זמנים שהיו לנו מרים, ולא יכולנו לרבוץ עם עוננו, ביקשנו עצות לחיים טובים, להמתיק איתן כל הבנותינו, והאמונה שאירה דרכנו עודנה נושבת. ועד עולם תמשיך גם אם לעיתים נרגיש שהנה עוד רגע ותוסיף להשיב נפשנו אל גן העדן ולחדש אותנו באמת. ככל שדורות השנים, ככל שנשחקות התפילות, לא אשכח המילים שלחשתי שם בחולות, כשנשבעתי לך כל השבועות.
נשמות באות לפניך בתפילה אחת ממעמקים עם המון דמעות מול כיסא כבודיך מתחננות על החיים. מחכה לנו הדרך מי יודע מה יבוא. תן לנו ברכת שלום. על בית חם וילדים, ואל תתעש אותנו לעולם ועד, קבל תפילתנו. תפילתנו אמן, תפילתנו
JM in the AM. Good start to a Wednesday, wouldn't you say? Pretty amazing. What a list of music uh, for the uh, first, uh, what do we have, half hour this morning at JM in the AM. Uh, you heard Yaakov Shweki and Shtein Shamot, Oseh Shalom, done by Yaakov Chesed, that's brand new. Yossi Green, brand new, Leiv Avos. Kedem, brand new from Benny Landau. Luzi Klatsko with Enkel Okenu. You heard Mordechai Shapiro, Tamid Yesh Siba, that's brand new. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this January the 19th, day 17 in the month of Shvat, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. For many, it's the first day of a yeshiva break vacation. Uh, whatever it is that you're doing during this uh, uh, during this uh, Wednesday and during the next uh, week and a half, enjoy. Enjoy and uh, have a, uh, a wonderful and incredible uh, yeshiva break. If you're on Yeshiva break, <laughs> if you're not on Yeshiva break, have a great week and a half as well. And those of you who are traveling, don't forget, it's really easy to take along the Nahum Siegel Network and JM in the AM. Boy, is it easy. Easier than ever. I'm assuming you have the NSN app. It's in your phone. Works everywhere around the world. Sounds great, no matter where you might be right now. You could be in the U.S. You could be in Israel. You could be in Canada. You could be in Panama. You could be in Puerto Rico. You could be in Europe. You could be in Australia, unless you're a world-class tennis player. Uh, you could be uh, you could be in a many, many places on this planet. We thank you for tuning in to NSN, to the Nahum Siegel Network, no matter where you are. Much appreciated. Wednesday morning with 32 degrees, 64% humidity. Winds are south at 6 miles per hour, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 46. And tonight, cloudy skies, maybe some rain and snow overnight with a low of 34. Then tomorrow, look for some morning snow and a high temperature of 37 degrees. 44 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 32 in New York City. As we say good morning here at JM in the AM. So welcome to a Wednesday, everybody. Later on, I posted this on Facebook, later on this morning, we're going to be speaking with the uh, president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities. Um, There is a project that's been launched by the association to renew and maintain the Jewish cemetery in Bahrain. Yeah, the cemetery is more than 100 years old. It's currently the only operational one in the, uh, uh, in the Gulf um, uh, area, in the Gulf uh, region. And uh, while the community is considered the most established in the Gulf region, it is still small in size, and the aim with this new project is to create a perpetual fund to maintain the cemetery for generations to come. They kick this off on Tu Bishvat. We will speak with the uh, president of the... Uh, Association, Ebrahim Dawood Nonu, uh, who's president of Bahrain Jewish Community and president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, and he'll join us. It should be interesting, I'll tell you, why there's a Jewish cemetery in that part of the world and why uh, this effort has has begun, and they expect it to be a tremendous success. We'll explain all of it. I'm sure he'll explain all of it coming up in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. It's a Wednesday morning, brand new Eitan Katz at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. Early Shabbos band with Lave Avos. You heard Take Us Home done by Moshe Storch. Yishai Lapidot had Abayakar. Moshav band brand new with Adam. That was introduced uh, this week for Tu B'Shvat. 
Uh, we had that for you uh, starting Monday with the Tubishvat special here at JM in the AM. Um, and the Zusha had Nase, Eitan Katz, brand new with Kikel Melech. And here we are on a Wednesday at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's in the background to our news from Israel coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. We speak to the uh, president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, who's going to join us. Uh, very excited to welcome President Ebrahim Dawood Nonu to our uh, broadcast. That'll be in the third hour this morning. Tomorrow, our friends at Art Scroll have arranged for one of the, um, how do I put this, for one of the most... Uh, Blazing on fire initiatives to be featured here at JM in the AM. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Mishnah Yomi. I'm talking about Mishnah Yomi, uh, the daily study of Mishnayis, which um, is two Mishnas, if you will. I'm not sure what the proper uh, what the proper um, plural would be. Maybe Mishnot. Anyway. Uh, two per day, a uh, one Mishnah plus another Mishnah per day. This thing has caught on like crazy. Uh, it's always been around, but it's caught on like crazy. Tomorrow we get a chance to speak about it here at JM and the AM, and we'll tell you what Art Scroll's doing about it, what some of the Jewish organizations are doing about it, and what some of the uh, kids and adults in our community are doing about it. It's all about Mishnah Yomi, it seems. And we'll talk about it tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Galaital, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. התפרצות האומיקרון, שר הביטחון גנץ אומר לפני זמן קצר, בימים הקרובים נבחן את מדיניות הבידוד לילדים. אנחנו מתמקדים באוכלוסייה המבוגרת שנמצאת בסיכון. אנחנו מחזקים את מערכת הבריאות ומסתכלים גם על הכלכלה וגם על החינוך. אכן קיצרנו את משך הבידוד, אכן שר האוצר מוביל מתווה סיוע לענפים השונים, ולכן אני מניח שנבחן גם בימים הקרובים את מדיניות הבידוד לילדים שאינם חולים. כולנו רוצים וצריכים לראות אותם בגנים ובבתי הספר. מדבריו של שר הביטחון במהלך סיור הקורונה במרכז הרפואי מאיר הביא כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. הקורונה בצה"ל יותר מ-13,000 מאומתים לקורונה אובחנו עד כה בצבא, כולם במצב קל. אתמול החל סיוע צה"לי במבצע האשפוזים הביתיים, אליו הוקצו 50 צוותי רפואה. אלוף משנה דוקטור נועם פינק, סגן קצין רפואה ראשי, אמר אצל יעל דן, על אף הקושי אין פגיעה בכשירות צבא. יש מחיר ל-50 רופאים ו-50 אחיות שאני מוציא אותם מתוך המרפאות. אין כרגע פגיעה בקולנות המבצעית של צה"ל, לא בגזרות הביטחון השוטף, לא באוויר, לא בים, הפעילות נמשכת בצורה מלאה. שוב עימותים בקואליציה, למרות התנגדות רע"מ, הצעת החוק שתקל על הסדרת מבנים בשטחי מרעה אושרה בקריאה טרומית בתמיכת האופוזיציה. 
מדווח כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. ברע"מ טענו שהחוק מקל על אחיזת קרקעות בידי יהודים בצפון ובנגב והצביעו פעם נוספת בניגוד למשמעת הקואליציונית. האופוזיציה תמכה בחוק שיקל על חקלאים ורועי צאן, בין השאר במטרה לערער את יציבות הממשלה. ברע"מ שוקלים בשלב זה לחזור ולהחרים הצבעות, אך נכון לשעה זו חבריה ממשיכים להצביע עם הקואליציה. כמו כן ניסו ברע"מ להעביר את החוק להמשך דיון בוועדת הפנים של ווליד טאהא, אך יוזמת החוק השכל ביקשה לערער על ההחלטה. אורח בחמישה ימים מעצרו של תושב צפון ירושלים בשנות ה-40 לחייו, יחשוד שביצע עבירות מין בבנותיו. על פי החשד הוא ביצע במשך שנים עבירות מין בבנות, חלקן קטינות, ונקט באלימות כלפי ילדיו. היום הוגשה נגדו הצהרת תובע. כתבתנו בבירה יערה אברהם מוסרת, שקרובת משפחתו של החשוד נאשמת בעבירות מין בפרשה אחרת. ממשל ביידן יחלק 400 מיליון מסכות מסוג N95 לאזרחי ארצות הברית. מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ, אילי קרן. הבית הלבן הכריז כי יחלק 400 מיליון מסכות מסוג N95 לציבור הרחב. המסכות יגיעו לבתי המרקחת, שם אזרחי ארצות הברית יוכלו לקבל אותם חינם. צעד זה מגיע לאחר המלצת המרכז לבקרת מחלות ומניעתן, ה-CDC, לעטות מסכות מסוג N95 בשל יעילותן בהגנה מול זן האומיקרון, ביחס למסכות הכירורגיות ומסכות הבד. כמו כן, בכמה ערים באירופה מחייבים את התושבים לעטות את מסכות ה-N95 במקומות הומי אדם ובתחבורה ציבורית. חרף מחירן הגבוה בהשוואה למסכות הכירורגיות. ומזג האוויר, גשם מתחדש ומתחזק בשעה זו בצפון ובמרכז. בנגב ייתכן גשם מקומי, שלג ימשיך לרדת בחרמון ובצפון רמת הגולן. ברוב אזורי הארץ מנשבות כרגע רוחות חזקות. משעות אחרי הצהריים שלג ירד בערי הגליל, וייתכן בערב אולי שלג קל בערי המרכז. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
היו בני אדם מרגישים, אם היו בני אדם מרגישים, מרגישים במסיקוס, מרגישים בערבוס, במסיקוס וערבוס טוב
J.M. in the A.M. with our friends up at Waterbury and a uh, selection entitled uh, Acha Shoalti. Margie Shin, that's Eitan Katz and Yehuda Green together, got a dance with Yehuda Galanz to open up the hour here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, everybody. It's a Wednesday, 19th of January, for many the first day of Yeshiva break. If you're off, enjoy. Don't forget to uh, schlep us along. It's very easy to. The NSN app fits right into your phone. <laughs> 
You won't even notice any type of um, uh, additional weight that you're carrying if you take us along with you. Uh, tune in to JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network, of course, all through the uh, yeshiva break. Whether you're in town, out of town, whether you're in Israel, the United States, Panama, Puerto Rico, Europe, or anywhere else, always tune into the NSN app. You'll be glad that you have us with us. That you'll have us with you. That I could tell you. And um, feel free to comment on the app, the uh, NSN app for Android and iPhone. Listener Devora says, I learned Mishnah Yomi on Rabruvain Spolter's website with my 12-year-old. We're working on Seder's Royim for his bar mitzvah this summer. We love it. Look, this is the focus of our conversation tomorrow. We are expecting a um, a somebody who really, really knows the uh, nuts and bolts of this whole Mishnah Yomi phenomenon, this craze that's going on of studying two Mishnahs per day. Two Mishnayot per day, um, and uh, and the way it's taken off among the youth all across the uh, board in our Jewish community, and among the adults as well. So we'll do that tomorrow morning right here at JM and the M. Should be a very interesting conversation. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A and H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets Nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. That I could tell you. You'll certainly be glad you did. Also, a reminder, I don't even think you need promo code radio for this. Our friends at ShopEichlers.com are simply giving away an amazing Shabbos brush absolutely free if you spend uh, $75 or more, simple as that. Go to shopbyclers.com. I don't think you need a promo code between now and the 26th of January. Again, between now and the 26th of January, which is uh, next Wednesday, uh, you get an amazing free Shabbos brush when you spend $75 or more at shopbyclers.com. Check it out, everybody. You know they have same-day delivery to so many different neighborhoods in New York and New Jersey. And they have amazing customer service. Check out the website, shopbyclers.com, and take advantage. Remember, $75 or more for the next week, and you get an amazing Shabbos brush absolutely free. Go to shopbyclers.com for details. More coming up. You're listening to a um, Wednesday morning edition of JM and the AM, the president of the uh, of the president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities is going to be joining us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. They have a very interesting initiative, one that I think will take some people by surprise. Uh, when you learn some of the history of the Gulf region, we'll talk about that and more coming up at JM and the AM.
נשען אותה בדברים, אבל נוכל עוד להחליט. שלא לדאוג על מה שעוד יכול לקרות, מה יכול להיות שם בעתי? ולא לבכות על האתמול והשרשום, כי יש לנו רק את היום. Hashem, he says hello. 
J.M. and the A.M. from H, volume number three here on a Wednesday morning broadcast. That's Rabos Bonos here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, uh, that was a Maishi Tischler song, uh, Rock Hayom. And uh, thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Much appreciated. A lot of people have yeshiva break. Don't forget, no matter where you are on this globe, literally, you could take us along and listen in to J.M. and the A.M. and the Nachum Siegel Network constantly. Uh, just by installing the NSN app, which I'm assuming you have at this point, 
Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevin, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, Zechonishmas Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Rabbi Menachem Bar Simai, whose name appears in the Gemara, is called Benon Shel Tzadikim, Benon Shel Kedoshim, the child of holy ones. The Tanu and Psachim comments that why is it that he got this name? And answers, because he never saw the Tzura of a Madbea, the image of a coin, in his life. What connection is there between a person who didn't see a coin and great Kedusha, holiness? He was Choshesh for Gezel. He was always afraid of stolen property. And because of that, he felt it was better not to be involved with any money at all. Rashi offers a different explanation. He says it really doesn't have anything to do with money. He explains that during the Tkufa, at a certain age in Eretz Yisrael, the Romans were Oved Avarazara. They used to serve idols, and they would engrave the various images of Avarazara, of idol worship, on their coins. Me'ikra din, really, the law permits the use of these coins because the coins were never intended to be used for Avodah for idol worship. It was only that Avodah was engraved on it. However, Rabbi Menachem Bar Simai, who was a great chassid, who was extremely holy, had Kedusha Yaseira. He had extra holiness. He was machmer on himself and he was so stringent that he would not look at any kind of a coin because of this suspicion of seeing Avodah Zarah. The Talmud states that when Rebbe Menachem Bar Simai was nifter, when he passed on, all the Avodah Zarah of the Romans melted like wax in the hot sun, even though they were made of great gold, silver, brass, and copper. It would seem as though this great miracle had happened for a particular reason. Even they wondered how it was possible for these coins to dissolve. They were told about the great tzaddik who avoided any exposure to the tzura of a matbeya, to these images of coins. Nowadays, people may order custom coins with certain images, perhaps to be used as a charm. This was the chashash. This was the suspicion of Rabbi Menachem Bar Simai. It was developed from the particular command in the Torah not to look at Avodah Zarah. We see how careful one great man was not to have anything to do whatsoever with possible idol worship. Even in our day, it says, Lo Yidbak, that a person should be very careful not to have anything to do from that which is connected in any shape, way, or form to Avodah Zarah. May we all get closer day by day to the true Hashem, to the Hashem Elokeinu, Bashamay Muvaaretz. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day.
ריבונו של עולם, אני מבקש ממך, בכל ליבי יהיו מזה התפילה, שתנחה אותי בדרך ישרה, ותודי אלי, אורך
J.M. in the A.M. Eitz Chaim He. Chaim Breyer here at J.M. in the A.M. Oded done by Yoni Z. You heard Rogers Park with Geula. And Simcha Liner had that amazing medley here at J.M. in the A.M. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Um, well, I got to thank uh, Ariella Steinreich, and I want to thank her because uh, she has again alerted us to a very interesting story from uh, from around the world, <laughs> from completely halfway around the world compared to where we are. Uh, the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities has launched a project to renew and maintain the Jewish cemetery in Bahrain for perpetuity. The cemetery is more than 100 years old. It's currently the only operational one 
in the Gulf Jewish communities. While the community is considered the most established in the area, it is still small in size, and the aim with this new project is to create a perpetual fund to maintain the cemetery for generations to come. This initiative kicked off on Tubishvat on Monday, and uh, the um, president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, Ebrahim Dawood Nanu, is with us live via telephone. He is the president of the Bahrain Jewish community as well. Uh, Mr. President, shalom, shalom. A pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nahab, shalom. Uh, I'm, I'm really, it's really wonderful to be here with you today. And I'm very excited to be, to be able to uh, talk to you. Well, Thank I, you. I appreciate that very much, and it's great to have you on. I guess we need a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, in, in, order oh. for, in order for there to be a cemetery, a Jewish cemetery that's more than 100 years old in any part of the world, one has to suspect that there was an active Jewish community in the, that uh, part of the world. So tell us about uh, the area that you're in, Bahrain, from years ago. Absolutely, Nachum, absolutely. Our history is very rich. It started in the uh, 1890s. Uh, uh, Jews began to filter into Bahrain from Iraq because Bahrain was a trading post in those days between Europe and India. Uh, they were jobs on offer here. So the Jewish traders started coming in. And uh, in about the 1920s, 1930s, at the peak, we had about 800 Jews in, uh, in the capital, Manama. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, having so many Jews here uh, meant that uh, we needed a synagogue, and that's exactly what Shimon Cohen did. He set up a synagogue for the Jewish people, uh, and that synagogue is the one which we today are uh, utilizing. Uh, and it's uh, uh, thanks to the AGJC for developing Jewish life in the area, uh, that we can honestly say uh, that the Jews uh, in the Gulf today have a home because they can call on the support of any Jewish community that's around the area for anything that they need, especially things like kosher food, uh, Jewish books. Uh, and uh, basically, we have all the uh, uh, facilities to be able to enhance Jewish life. We even have a, a dating website that's <laughs> operational, you know, and that's to attract to attract the uh, young, the, the singles who are coming to the Gulf, and hopefully they they decide to like it so much that the, they, they'll be happy to stay here. So that that's something wonderful as well. And of course, we've got the only operational cemetery uh, and the operational synagogue here in, in the Gulf, and the only indigenous. Uh, community that, that's in the Gulf. Unfortunately, our numbers today are very, very small. Uh, we number around about 50 Jews, and, uh, uh, and, and that number is also comprised of uh, quite a lot of old people. Uh, and we're really hoping that we see youngsters come to uh, Bahrain and the Gulf. But of course, we are traditional, uh, we are Sephardic Jews, uh, and we're Orthodox. So we uh, follow what our parents followed, what our grandparents followed, uh, and uh, that for us is very important. The president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, Ebrahim Dawood Nunu, is with us live via telephone. He's president of the Bahrain 
Jewish community. So you mentioned 800 Jews. Um, when it when it was active, were there multiple synagogues? When it was active, was there such a thing as a Jewish school? When it was active, were there you know what we would what we would call you know Jewish amenities at at some point in the last 100 years? That's a great question, uh, Nachum. Great question. Uh, my father uh, was taught to uh, read Hebrew and read the Hebrew books by the rabbi uh, Shimon Cohen, who actually set up the synagogue in Bahrain in 1935. Wow. Uh, and he, he, t- he told me that it wasn't only him who was taught. It was uh, another, uh, like the whole family were, were uh, inducted into being able to, they were taught how to pray properly. They were taught how to read Hebrew. So they never, they never forget. They never forgot those roots. Uh, and of course, we had uh, the, the Jewish cemetery, this Jewish synagogue in Manama itself, because all the Jews had lived in that area. They were all in, in a very, very small location. You could say like a, 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 a kilometer, a square kilometer location is where all the Jews lived. So the, the, the synagogue was at the heart of that location. And so they didn't really need any other uh, synagogue uh, to go around. But I was, uh, and they remember uh, the time when, like, at the festivals, they used to walk down the streets with the Torah. They used to mix with the locals. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a very, very pleasant time for all of them uh, in the 1930s and 1940s. Very interesting. Um, we, you know, we spent some time in the UAE just over a year ago, as you know, and um, uh, we had heard so much about Bahrain, we didn't make it over there. Uh, but it would seem, even with Jewish life being revitalized in different areas of that part of the world, it would seem the way you're describing it that Bahrain is really the Jewish capital of the Gulf. Would that be, based on longevity and based on activity today, would that be accurate? Uh, accurate on, uh, based on the culture as well, because uh, the, 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 the Jews that came to Bahrain lived with the locals uh, in a very neighborly way, uh, and they grew up with them. So uh, a lot of the locals here come and give me stories about how, and I've got to tell you this, I mean, Yom Kippur, is the most important day in, in our uh, traditions. And Yom Kippur is so important that uh, the families here don't switch on a light or, or anything like that. They, they, they uh, stick to it in a very strict way. Now, the Bahraini families have told me that in their day, they used to send the kids <laughs> to the Jewish homes to actually switch on the light or switch it off for them without talking to them, just <laughs> going in there and doing that kind of work for them. So there was that kind of, that kind of life there at the time. So the, the, the Jews were very well, well known here uh, in Bahrain, and the families knew them very well. Oh. So uh, they grew up together. That's, that, that's the difference. Pretty amazing. Um, the uh, was there a specific ceremony to announce this uh, uh, initiative on Tubishvat to um, to maintain the cemetery in Bahrain? Was it uh, w- was there anything official that happened, or it's simply you use the Jewish holiday of Tubishvat to make the announcement? Uh, we we use the Jewish holiday of Tubishvat, and uh, this Sunday I'm going to be planting a tree, the first tree in the in the in the cemetery. Uh, and uh, it's to perpetuate now Jewish life uh, in the Gulf. Uh, and uh, honestly, it's a lovely way of um, uh, keeping uh, keeping the Jewish cemetery um, looked after. Uh, of course, you know, uh, 
we, we weren't 100% sure how the community was uh, going to go forward. But now, of course, we have the synagogue operational, we have our Torah, we have uh, all, the, all, the, uh, all the requirements that we need right. to make Jewish life flourish in the Gulf again. So we're, we're more than happy to see this work for are, us. Are you getting interest from people um, in, in specific industries or maybe um, uh, of specific backgrounds, uh, either from Israel, the United States, or other places, Jewish people, to move to Bahrain? Is Because that, that was the feeling we got when we were in the Gulf, that there was going to be a, a great interest. Maybe COVID you know, stifled it for a while, but a great interest in Jews from different parts of the world, especially those associated with certain industries, to actually move to Bahrain. Have you, have you felt that at all? I have indeed, and that's a very interesting question. Um, we've had hundreds of visitors come to Bahrain, uh, uh, and uh, Nachum, I've got to tell you that uh, there, uh, Bahrain is a very good base to set up any manufacturing activity uh, because it's it's uh, it's a much cheaper place to do so than it is to do, to do that in in the UAE. Um, we're getting a lot of interest from Israeli companies of actually coming to Bahrain. There've been a lot of people coming to do their research work in Bahrain. And they're very, very excited about uh, about actually making an investment in Bahrain. But the only problem is COVID has stifled everything at the moment. Yes. And we're just waiting for that time when, uh, you know, where, uh, people are freer to travel. It's an easier thing to do to travel. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing uh, Israelis come over and invest properly. Already we've had uh, several investors come over and make investments in Bahrain. So we've seen the uh, we've seen these uh, the Mekarov people from Israel who have, who have been over here. They've had a contract here already. We've seen other people uh, come over, and they're in the process of setting up uh, manufacturing plants. Uh, it's interesting because we were told that uh, we we might see people from this part of the world, that let's say North America. Um, uh, be attracted to a place like Bahrain because in addition to the, again, to the industry and uh, different um, um, uh, business interests they may have in your region, they're much, much closer to Israel and that that would be a big attraction to them. So I'm wondering if maybe people from this side of the world just simply want to be in your neighborhood. Uh, we have seen, we have seen uh, plenty of Americans come to visit uh, Bahrain, but I have not, uh, I have not wis- uh, witnessed any um, uh, let, let me say uh, um, any, anything confirmed. Right, I haven't permanent. seen anything confirmed yeah, from, from, n- nothing, from America. Nothing permanent yet. I get that. I certainly do get that. Um, the, I know there's a website. Uh, the website is uh, gulfjewish.org, gulfjewish.org. And uh, there people will have an opportunity to uh, learn about the different countries that are um, that are in the association. Uh, also, I noticed that at GulfJewish.org, there is a, a link right there at the top of the page to the Jewish singles in the Gulf. You're serious about this effort. You're serious about <laughs> ab- about Jew- Jews who are, you know, again, often visiting or, or, or spending some permanent time in your region of the world. You're serious about them hanging out with Jews and meeting other Jews and eventually marrying Jews. And this Jewish Singles in the Gulf initiative, which uh, kicked off a couple of months ago, has a pretty prominent place on the website. We're very serious, very serious, and I'll tell you why. Uh, if you look at the makeup of uh, the UAE, uh, I mean, we have well over a thousand Jews there, and many of them are singles. Uh, and, and the reason being 
is that they're out there on contracts. They're all expatriates. They're right. out there on contract work. Now it's different for the for the for the Jewish community in Bahrain who are indigenous. You know, right. they're they're uh, mainly family. Um, their their families are with them here in Bahrain. Right. But uh, the ones who are expatriate workers are classified as expatriates or residents, and they are coming over on a contract basis. It could be that they want to mix more with the Jewish people, and right. this for them is a is a very good opportunity, especially if they're at the age when they're ready to do so. But the the beauty of it all is that we have our rabbi, Rabbi Eli Abadi, and he's the one who will be looking at matchmaking everybody. I mean, we're not going to let a computer matchmake people. Uh, it's actually, ma we're going to use, the, the rabbi himself is going to be the one to look at how the matchmaking should work. Well, That's very important. Many people, many people in this area know him very well. I know Rabbi Abadi for longer than either of us would care to admit, and he is certainly qualified as he has uh, <laughs> as he has uh, displayed in the past. He has certainly qualified many areas of Jewish leadership, and I would agree with you uh, that his opinion when it comes to uh, matchmaking would be very valuable. And it's great that he's participating in that process. Uh, GulfJewish.org is the website. If you want information about Jewish singles in the Gulf, no joke, it's there on the site. You'll see it on the homepage, golfjewish.org. Um, let me ask you, Ibrahim, what's the best way for people to support the Jewish Cemetery Initiative? Again, you're asking people around the world to understand the importance of uh, maintaining the Jewish Cemetery in Bahrain in perpetuity. What would be the best way for people to learn more and to hopefully you know, support the cause? Um, simply to go on golfjewish.org. Uh, you'll get some information there, but give us your web, uh, give us your email address, and we will email you the information. That's the best way to do it. All right. So if they go to the website and they input and uh, and you, and check out the contact information, they'll be able to send an email address, and you'll be able to get them all the info they need. That's. That's right. Uh, That's go to golfjewish.org. Right. Go golf golfjewish.org. There's a contact tab at the top of the page. Those of you who would like to get involved in it, it's certainly a unique project, especially those of you who are go going to anticipate regularly traveling uh, to the Gulf. Um, you may want to get involved. Uh, go to golfjewish.org, and you can check out uh, the initiative and get information about the initiative uh, to maintain the Jewish cemetery in perpetuity. Is is Bahrain allowing people in? What's the? I, I know what things were like a year ago because, like I said, we were in Dubai, and a lot of people at that point were traveling to places like Dubai and Bahrain. What's the status right now if someone uh, with under under the whole COVID situation wants to go into Bahrain? Uh, yes, uh, it's it's open. Uh, they can come into Bahrain. They'll just do a test at the airport, and they'll have to wait in the hotel until the the result of that test comes out, and then they'll be allowed uh, to freely move around. All right. um, but uh, depending on on the result of the test, of course. Yeah, I understand that. The president of the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities is Ibrahim Dawood Nunu, all the way from Bahrain. Shalom, shalom. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, and good luck with these great initiatives. Shalom, Dahum, and thank you so much for hearing me out. Thank you so much. A pleasure. Great to welcome you to the airwaves, and maybe we'll actually, I don't know, maybe we'll meet in Bahrain one of these days. JM and EAM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Who knows? Who knows? You never know in this world. Uh, well, we did it earlier, but honestly, it's getting toward the latter part of the program. Some people may not have heard it earlier. It's the brand new one from Eitan Katz here at JM and the AM.
אדון עולה אשר מלך בטרם כל יציר נברא. לעת נעשה בחב צפון אזי מלך שמו נקרא. ואחרי ככלות הכל לבדו ימלוך נורא. והוא היה והוא הווה והוא יהיה בתפארה
J.M. in the A.M. Not a bad Miami selection, huh? Yeah, that goes back a while, but it's a good one. I like that. I like that a lot. Sorry, Israel here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, I want to alert everybody that tomorrow is the day, tomorrow is the day that Simon Taylor, National Director of the Orthodox Union's Community Projects and Partnerships, is going to be on the air, 8 o'clock hour, and the reason this is so exciting is because, honestly, um, the OU and other organizations, which I'm sure we'll talk about tomorrow, and, of course, our friends at Art Scroll, and so many schools and adults and children in our community are all linked by Mishnah Yomi. This is something that we spoke about in December. Uh, we were focused on a whole bunch of other stuff in December here at JM in the AM, you may recall. Uh, but we spoke about this in December um, with the start of Mishnah Yomi's brand new cycle, December the 25th. And uh, last week, I was at Art Scroll headquarters, and I got a, um, a briefing on what is going on in this world with Mishnah Yomi. And it is simply remarkable. Simon Taylor is going to join us tomorrow. We will discuss all of this, and I have a feeling that we'll discuss it down the road as well. It's, it's, a, it's not going to be a one-off. This is something that we're going to come back to, I'm sure. So make sure to be tuned in. Simon Taylor tomorrow morning. We're talking about um, Mishnah Yomi. should be very, very interesting. Before the Miami tune, you heard Tony Grunblatt with uh, Adon Olam. Oh, and Eitan Katz was in there, right? Didn't we do the brand-new Eitan Katz selection? Eitan Katz with um, uh, Kikel Melech. Uh, here at JMN. Let's see if that gets, gets into the playlist. Yes, it does. Okay, so we're right about that Wednesday morning. JM in the AM. Those of you who are on Yeshiva break, I have some amazing news for you. I have some incredible and amazing news for you. And that is that... Uh, <laughs> and that is that it is really, really easy to schlep us along on your Yeshiva break. Really, really easy to schlep us along on your yeshiva break. Um, no transistor radio necessary. No uh, massive tape recorder necessary to tape old shows, to take old shows via recording and take them with you. You have an app. You have an app that sits in your phone, takes up zero weight, zero. Won't add anything to your baggage. So if you're going to Puerto Rico, if you're going to, to Panama, if you're going to Mexico, if you're going somewhere in the United States, you're going to Israel, if you're going to um, anywhere, Europe, make sure to take the NSN app if you're on vacation over the next few days. Tune into JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. You'll be glad you did. That I could tell you. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. More coming up. It's Wednesday. It's JM in the AM.
Keep me your love, me, I know. 
mazel tov, mazel tov, mama ma mazel tov. Hini ni bozel lehabiya bichosi birchas mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov, mama ma mazel tov. Hini ni bozel lehabiya bichosi birchas mazel tov. Besimen tov, mazel tov, mama ma mazel tov. Hini ni bozel lehabiya bichosi birchas mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov, mama ma mazel tov. Ellie Marcus and company with Mazel Tov. You heard Maishi Menlowitz in the Pathways, uh, the Pathways medley. That's a nice medley. A whole bunch of great stuff this morning here at JMN Baruch Hashem. Uh, don't forget our community calendar online. Go to the community calendar section of NachumSiegel.com. 
and to check out what's up there. If you want to get an event onto the community calendar, very simple. Just email Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. The Shasathon is up there for early February. The Atlantic Seaboard, excuse me, the Atlantic Seaboard event for this weekend. Uh, the NCSY Atlantic Seaboard event is up there. The OHEL workshop for February the 8th is up there. It's nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar. nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar. Check it out and to get ready to enjoy. Um... What else was the um, – there was something here that I wanted to mention to everybody. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow morning on this broadcast, um, Simon Taylor, who is the uh, National Director of the Orthodox Union Community Projects and Partnerships, is going to join us. Um, this is something that was coordinated by our friends at ArtScroll. It includes the OU and other organizations, which we'll explain tomorrow. And essentially, it is a um, an unbelievable look at an initiative that's become a revolution, and that is Mishnayomi. Uh, as I said, this really started last month with the new cycle, but we were <laughs> concentrating a whole bunch of other stuff last month, as you may recall. Uh, so uh, we're getting to it now, and uh, we can't wait to speak to him tomorrow on the air at JMDM. So make sure to check it out. should be very, very interesting. want to thank Listener Devora. Yes, Listener Devora. Yesterday, I paid a shiva call to the Orlean family. After the passing of Ryan Mickey Orlean. And uh, yeah, they mentioned to me that one of the grandchildren in the Hespit in Israel said that Rabbi Orlean would call his children in Israel to hear me say their names and wish them well. And obviously, wish them a mazel. It was always when there was a mazel tov to wish them a mazel. And this was way before the app. Yes, he would actually hold the phone up to the radio for them to hear it, which is so heartwarming. And uh, even though it was for such a sad occasion, it was so amazing visiting with the Orlean family yesterday. My best achaya and her incredible sons and incredible uh, uh, daughters-in-law and grandchildren and, and great-grandchildren, I, I assume, at this point. Um, and if I'm making that assumption incorrectly, I apologize, but I'm assuming so. Uh, yeah, of course, of course, great-grandchildren, yeah. So a, um, it was really something to uh, to be with them yesterday. Uh, listener Chaya says, Group of us at Avas Achim in Highland Park, New Jersey, do Mishnah Yomi via Zoom every night except Friday night. And then Chaya says, Transistor Radio, you're dating all those listeners who remember having one and confusing listeners who have no idea. Yeah, I know. I was told yesterday that someone told their grandchild about a radio, and they said, what? What is a radio? And I was like, yeah, that basically sums it up. By the way, we're in such an amazing season of wrapping things up and starting things. You know, we, we had the Dafyomi change Masechtas just a few days ago. And obviously yesterday we had uh, Rebetin Shemidman on to talk about Nachyomi. And uh, we had an opportunity, obviously, to uh, introduce the idea of Mishnayomi and, and the fact that we're going to be talking about the brand new Mesechta, which I think is this Shabbos, right? I think Peah is this Shabbos, if I'm not mistaken. So Michael Appel posted on Facebook, Mazel Tov to all of us, completing a cycle of study for Nachyomi today. I personally started last cycle, and I realized that it would be a, a nice accompaniment to my attempting learning Dafyomi. It worked out that the two learning cycles began within a week of each other in January of 2020. Baruch Hashem, while still making my way through Dafyomi, I have now completed passing my eyes over all the words in Nach while listening to most of the Nachyomi classes from the OU website. Uh, so I thought that was a really, really nice thing to say as people are hopefully being encouraged to... Um, to, you know, start the new cycles. It's great to hear from people who did it and are now already celebrating the completion of something like Nachyomi. 
just amazing. More coming up. You're listening to a, um, a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. And again, we will focus on uh, on Mishnah Yomi tomorrow morning on this program. Make sure to be tuned in. More coming up. Here's Yaakov Shweki. So 
Yehuda Green wrapping up a Wednesday for us. Avrami's live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Use the NSN app to request songs and to be in touch with Avrami. He'll be live 11 until 1 Eastern time. Tomorrow morning on this program, Simon Taylor of the OU. A conversation that was coordinated by our friends at Art Scroll. All about Mishnah Yomi. 8 o'clock hour tomorrow right here at JMA. Make sure to be tuned in. Should be very, very interesting. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world of women, AlchemySingle.com and the AlchemySingle Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. I've Rummy Live, 11 until 1 today with a live lunch. Make sure to be tuned in. And um, he will speak with you then. Utilize the NSN app to uh, comment and to uh, send in requests, etc., etc. You'll be glad you did. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, I'll come to school reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.